This is the Gospel According to the Rock, tracing the rocky journey of God's foundation through the Bible. Let's make a deal, door number three. When are we? We're returning to the New Testament, the Gospel of Matthew. We're going to follow Jesus' life after the second temptation listed. That was where Jesus had the opportunity to jump off the pinnacle of the temple. He told the devil, you shall not test the Lord. Where are we? During this temptation, the devil will move Jesus around. I mentioned that's not a common occurrence in the Bible. I'll add, the temptations seem to be exceptions. He'll deposit Jesus on some high mountain, probably not within the boundaries of Israel. Why are we here now? The temptations of Jesus aren't over. The first temptation to change stones into bread is past. According to Matthew, the second temptation to jump off the top of the temple is past. Jesus still has more testing to overcome before he'll minister the way he needs to. This third temptation happens on a very high mountain, which I'm calling a very big rock. The temptations listed in the Gospel of Luke are in a different order than in the Gospel of Matthew. In the Gospel of Matthew, the devil literally raises Jesus to higher platforms as he raises the stakes. The first temptation was at ground level. Jesus was tempted to impress himself by feeding himself bread. For the second temptation in Matthew's order, Jesus was taken to a high place on Herod's temple where Jesus could impress Jerusalem, especially the priests. The second temptation was religious, implicitly make an agreement with parts of the existing priesthood that would be impressed by Jesus' feet. The third temptation in Matthew's ordering will be even higher elevation with wider implications. Let's read from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 4, beginning with verse 8. Listen for references to what's written. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus told him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. That's the end of the third temptation. There was no, if you are the Son of God, in this temptation. The devil tried to quickly plant a picture inside Jesus to make Jesus accept being the biggest ruler in the earth. That picture was another bird trap. It was like playing... Let's make a deal, where they give you little clues behind what's behind the door. Door number one was unlimited food. Try to live by bread alone and not hear the word of God. Too bad you passed that one up. Door number two was a chance to set the temple straight. Never mind about building a new one. So, you don't know what your future holds? But here's door number three. Here's a look at the places you can go and the style. Look at those beautiful let's-make-a-deal assistants. What are they hiding? Look at the armies, the buildings. Think of it, Jesus. You could make such a difference in the world. This third temptation was encompassing, was the full Antichrist. Rule everywhere, including in the temples, not just one temple. Jesus overcame the temptation by quoting Moses again, not far from the command, you shall not test the Lord. To overcome the third temptation, Jesus said, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Obeying the temptation would have involved 
breaking the command to worship Jesus' heavenly Father, and eventually many other commands. All Jesus would have had to do was trade his trust in his heavenly Father for the devil. And he wouldn't have to worry about that business of replacing the kingdoms like that silly dream King Nebuchadnezzar had in Daniel. It would have given Jesus a chance to write his own laws within all the kingdoms of the world. Human faithfulness would have been redefined. Marriage laws would change, at least for Jesus. Didn't the Heavenly Father give him good genes? Taxes, slavery, capital punishment, worship would all be on the empire reform agenda. If Jesus hadn't been sober about where he could really make a difference, he might have fallen for this temptation. Jesus' heavenly Father had given him some big promises. Jesus didn't take the shortcut to power or fame or fortune. By fulfilling his heavenly Father's law, Jesus was exercising exercising authority to deliver mankind in all forms. Jesus clearly declared spiritually with his actions and with his choices that he was not interested in fixing the kingdoms of the world so much as he would be replacing them as the Messiah, as the Christ. Jesus exercised the right to preach the gospel without any help from unclean spirits, and certainly not call the devil his father. We'll see and enjoy the benefits of being in Jesus' heavenly family in episodes to come. Produced by Static Force, LLC. Sometimes things don't change.